Welcome everyone to the Drake Martinez podcast. I'm your host, Drake, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about musicianship and how you can progress on your instrument to the point where you can play comfortably and make music, which is the whole goal. Um, so yeah, like least, uh, lately we've been doing some videos and some podcasts about current events and things like that. Today we're going to take a, a dive right back into music. And I think one of the most important topics that we can talk about is your musicianship and how you can progress on your instrument. So it doesn't really matter which instrument it is. It doesn't matter if it's bass guitar, guitar, drums, um, any one of those instruments. You know, there's a certain balance that you have to have of expectations in terms of like what you want to accomplish, how good you think you're going to get and how far you can push yourself because not everybody can be like top top tier you know not everybody can play for example not everyone can play the guitar like Jimi Hendrix not everyone can play like Steve Vai or any one of these like guitar virtuosos yeah there's you know it takes a certain level of talent it takes a certain level of dedication um, and you know and then time and understanding so and also a lot of like not developing the bad habits that you're gonna need to unlearn so there's a lot that goes into that there's a lot that goes into like how well can you play on the instrument and how much time can you realistically put into it well a lot of that depends a lot of that depends on what your goals are so if your goal is to play like a Jimi Hendrix or a Steve Vai or any one of these like or Stevie Ray Vaughan, any one of these guys that are just complete masters of the instrument, you could certainly get there. It's just it's just going to look different for everybody. Um, so, for example, I think what a lot of people don't realize is like a, like the talent level of like a John Mayer. You know that like that, that guy. I would almost like include in that category of like those virtuosos. But John Mayer is also like an amazing singer. You know. Those other guys are are not like they're not like amazing singers, and he's also an amazing songwriter, a songwriter that just puts together like great music that a lot of people can relate to. It's it's very popular music. So taking all that into consideration, you have to consider one: what are your goals? Do I want to play guitar to the point where I just like a machine? Like, I, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that in in, in a positive way. Like like a Yingwei Maelstrom, right? Like a lot of his music is very, very good. Um, but a lot of it is like to highlight how much of a virtuoso that guy is. Or is my goal to play guitar um, very, very well, but mostly because I res- I want to write like really good music. Um, not not saying that Yingwei Maelstrom's music is not good. It's, it's amazing. But your focus is just more like singer-songwriter kind of songs. In that case, you're not going to need to play like a Yingyuan Malm stream. You know, you're going to want to divert some of your some of your focus, some on guitar playing, some onto songwriting, some onto singing, and um, yeah. And if you can be a great talent at all three of those, that's a, that's amazing. But you know, that's three things to really, really focus on and hone in on instead of just one, which is like being a virtuoso on the guitar. So when I was young, I thought I started playing at when I was like about 10, I'm about 36 now. So it was like 26 years ago. And my goal, I didn't really have one, I'd say. 
but I sort of had like an image of myself that at some point that I would play better than I'm playing now, which I obviously still have room to grow. And um, that can be achieved. But the thing is, I also learned how to play the bass guitar. I also learned how to play the drums. I learned quite a bit about songwriting, singing, um, producing, mixing and mastering. And, um, and all those things together took time. So music, I think, is one of those areas where you're going to need to learn a lot of different skills in order to make your music known and to push your music out and to, um, and to even just accomplish it. So your musicianship, however, is going to be crucial to all of that. Now, whether that would be um, focus on one instrument, a few instruments, or arrangement in the, as a total, you know, you kind of have to take all those things into consideration. So let's just dive a little bit more into musicianship for now, and we can get into some of the as- other aspects later. So one of the things that you, like, let's, it doesn't really matter what your instrument is, you're going to need to divide up your instrument time into a few different areas. One is going to be drills. So you're going to need to learn how to move your hand on the fretboard. Or um, if you're playing a woodwind instrument, you're going to need to learn some drills for like trumpet or drums, like rudiments. You're going to need to learn some type of drill, something that's not fun. Because what your tendency is going to be is to start what we call like noodling or like just playing. Like just sporadically with no goal, with no um, purpose, just playing. And that might be fun, but it's not really in the long run going to teach you anything. You might learn like a couple of favorite licks, but you don't really know enough at that er- at that level to create your own music with it uh, to any level of um, degree of like, how I put it? To a point where someone's like really going to want to listen. So if you're just picking up the guitar and you're noodling, like no one's going to want to listen to that. Noodling for somebody like, you know, a, a Steve Vai, yeah, someone's going to want to listen to it because he's just goofing around. But he has achieved such a level of mastery that like even him goofing around is just, you know, something amazing to listen to. But anyways, so one thing you're going to... Again, one area you're really going to need to dive into is drills. So you're going to need to learn, in my opinion, a musical drill. A drill that forces you to do something, whether it be a scale, an arpeggio, or some type of really difficult finger movements that will also incorporate some level of of musical understanding. So the best ones, I think, are arpeggios doing drills that involve arpeggios and you can look them you can look up ones on YouTube there's there's tons of them there's tons of tons of uh, drills that you can use to um, to really emphasize arpeggios and finger patterns to move about them on the fretboard or um, in a woodwind instrument uh, seamlessly over time and you want to increase your level of uh, drills and difficulty as time goes on so you Definitely want to incorporate some new things into there and then do it to like either like a metronome or to different time signatures. So let's say you start doing it in um, 4-4. Well, then you start doing it in 6-8, 5-4, things like that. So you, you start doing and experimenting with different time signatures as your level of um, comfort grows. 
Okay, so one area that you're definitely going to want to cover is drills. Another area that you want to cover is um, music theory. So I'm not really big on like going super, super deep into music theory, but that's just me. Um, I know enough. I know how to find like my relative minors. I know uh, the different modes. I know how to play chords in major, minor, mix, uh, mixolydian, or dominant. I know how to find all of those different chords and those shapes on the E string uh, as the root note and on the A string as the root note. And I can find those and then um, I can play in that key and then I can do what's called like the Nashville number system. So I know like what they call like the diatonic scales. So if you're starting with, um, you know, I don't want to go too deep into music theory because I'm probably losing some people right now. But the point is that you want to take some time to research these things and to just get a basic understanding. And believe it or not, the stuff that I just covered is a basic understanding. Just people that go like way, way deeper into music theory, uh, they might find useful uh, that information useful. I, at this point in my career, I don't. I think I just know like, okay, I know these shapes. I know where all these notes are. I can transpose them to different keys. And that's really all I need to know right now because I'm able to do what I need to do with that information. Knowing more information might help me find things easier, but I haven't really, in my own guitar playing in 26 years, gotten there because I like also experimenting with other things like like bass guitar. Um, I like experimenting with different sounds out of the guitar, audio engineering, things like that. But anyways, so number one is a, is a drill, some type of musical drill, like an arpeggio especially arpeggio drills, and then some type of like difficult finger movements or some type of exercises that are going to really make uh, it challenging for you in order for you to grow. Um, the other thing is um, a basic understanding of music theory so that you have a frame of reference. That's the other thing that, you know, that a um, understanding of music theory provides is you have a frame of reference so that when you're transposing things or when you're trying to find things, you're not memorizing, I have to go to this note, that note, this note, that note. You know, like you, you eventually start thinking about it in terms of like, okay, I'm going to do a little thing over here in G major, and then I'm going to go over here um, to its relative minor, uh, which is E minor, and I'm going to start doing some things over here, and then I got some chord, a chord over here that I'm going to play, and it becomes way more um, general. Um, and then the specifics, you don't really have to worry about too much because you know exactly like where the position is at least. And that will make the guitar playing or, or any other instrument that's a you know melodic instrument a lot easier to play because you, you have an actual map now that you can utilize in order to find these things. So we got drills, we got music theory. The other thing you're going to want to do is, I sort of talked about a little bit, is get into different time signatures. Don't always play in four four. Um, experiment with six eight. Experiment with experiment with five four, and play to a metronome or different drum loops and different different time signatures to get a, a a feel for different songs. And this also goes into the next one, which is listen to a lot of songs. And I think what you can do, especially, is sort of like um, especially with the guitar. Pardon me. Uh, and you could do this with instrument, other instruments as well, but I think for me, I just relate it more to the guitar because that's the, the instrument that I've been playing the most for the last like five years or so. Is when you're listening to a song, 
sort of and listen to it with a producer's mind. Listen to it and say to yourself, okay, why? what is this guitar player doing right now and why? How does it relate to what the bass guitar is doing? How does it relate to what the drums is doing? Why is it that at this point the guitar switched over to like a more distorted sound and then the guitar player chose a more um, like reverb delay sound over here? And then why is it that they, they switched to like a more rhythm style here and then lead over here? Think about that. Think about the arrangement. Listen to how other guitar players do their, their, their parts and their songs and learn from it because there's a lot that you can learn from. As a matter of fact, 90% of what I think you can learn on the guitar, you can learn just just from listening and just from understanding, okay, at this, like, once you know, okay, I got some drills, okay, I've got some music theory in my bag, I can play these chords, I can play these scales, I can play them to some degree of, um, of, ex- of, of expertise, right? I'm not a virtuoso, but I can play them. Now you have to start thinking about, like, how that creatively, and this is the whole point of listening to songs, is how that leads to the actual creation of music. So it's not just in terms of like listening to the music and then learning how to play those parts, but also thinking about the why. Why did the guitar player choose that? Um, and ultimately, it's always the same answer because it sounds cool. But why does it sound cool? Why is a guitar um, doing like a really slinky sound here cool or like what makes it sound so good a lot of it is going to be also the relation between what the drums is doing and the bass guitar the keyboards and things like that so you start to see more patterns more um like go-to's is what i call them like i have my go-to's so when i'm playing with a band and or we're improvising i have my go-to things i have my scales that i can play that i go to pretty often I have my different neck positions, but I also have different styles of playing that are my go-to. I have like palm muting styles. I have uh, like playing like really slinky chords. I have playing more like uh, chunky chords, like the whole bar chord, but with different effects on them that make them sound more interesting, like um, like vibrato or tremolo with delay. And then mastering those different sounds and putting them all together is what's going to really help you play as a guitar player. And now with trumpet, it's the same thing. With trumpet, you can listen to different trump uh, trumpeters and be like, okay, yeah, this guy has a really good tendency of doing... Uh, sorry, that's my cell phone. Has a really good style of playing... Um, you know, I don't really... Like a more like staccato style or a more melodic style, more rhythmic, you know, and you can really listen to those pieces... And think to yourself, like, okay, why did this this trumpeter decide to do it like this? And you can use that to incorporate into your own playing. Okay, so we have building up your creativity by listening to music and analyzing it as a producer would. You have your drills. You have um, experimenting with different time signatures, which you could count as another drill. And um, you have music theory. And I think one of the other things that you have to do is overall set goals and mark your progress. And one of the amazing things about playing a musical instrument is it's not like many other things where your your progress is like very subjective. In music, 
your progress is very measurable because one week you can you can't play a song then the next week you can play a little bit of it and then the following week you can play it and that's progress that you can see immediately and and it should motivate you to be like okay wow i'm getting better i'm putting all these concepts together my fingers are moving more um more gracefully on the neck and another thing that's just like in the long run is try not to do things on your instrument that are going to hurt you in the long run one is learning bad habits so research what bad habits are on your instrument and avoid them and more importantly and then also importantly is look up what good habits would be but then also what you're going to want to do is just not press down to, so hard you're going to want to use as much minimal effort as you can so that you're saving your joints um and your fingers from arthritis or things like that that might pop up in the future um yeah so very very important you because know, younger guitar players have a tendency to like really like almost like choke the neck and like they're like pressing down with all their might when you know they don't really you probably need to use like 20 to 10 percent of that that force to hold the strings down and make the notes. Um, another thing is uh, the last thing that I'll say that you really need to do, and this is probably, hey, they're all super important, but this one is really, really important also. Once all of that comes together and you start knowing some drills, okay, you know some music theory, you know where your notes are and your chords are, and you're learning some songs and you're learning really difficult songs and you're getting better at them, and you know some time signatures. You know like how to identify them very quickly. And your creativity is growing. You're able to think about the instrument away from the instrument. Um, you're able to analyze music and pick out, okay, yeah, this guy's using uh, distortion here, the delay, some reverb. You're able to pick out all those things. Eventually what you're going to want to do is to play to some songs and record yourself. And you know that you've gotten really good at the instrument when you can listen to yourself in a recording and you don't hate it. So I might have mentioned that before, but it's very, very true. And it's very it's something that you're going to want to really um, hone in on is that you're going to hate the way that you sound for quite some time. You're, but you might find your, your own playing like, okay, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good, but you might not. You know, it depends on the person. It depends on a lot of different things. But you should be able to get to a point where you're happy with it. You're content. You're like, okay, yeah, I played that with no mistakes or very, very, very almost imperceptible mistakes. And the sound is good. The sound is solid. You know, I'm not crazy about my own guitar playing. I'd rather listen to all these other great guitars. But I'm happy enough with what I was able to do. So... Um, I think if you do all those things and you're diligent and you set goals and you, you spend some time going back and forth between all those different topics, then over time you will become uh, a great musician. You know, whether or not you play in the vein of a Stevie Ray Vaughan or a Steve Vai or a Ying Yang Malmstream, Jimi Hendrix, one of those like top tier guys is not really relevant. You just have to do your best and do and understand music and have, and bottom line is have fun with it. Have fun with that whole process because it is fun and it's a journey and it's a, it's a great journey to go on in your, in your career. 
And it's probably the most important one because once you understand one instrument really, really well, the possibilities are endless of what you can do with that in terms of making your own music, doing like really fun cover band kind of stuff, uh, working with other musicians to make, you know, or to enhance their, like that songwriter's music. There's so many things that you can do to have fun with it and to and to enjoy the experience so i'll leave you guys with that uh let me know what you guys think or if you have any other things that you would suggest really help to build musicianship in the comments um feel, uh, please be sure to follow like subscribe all that to help the channel grow and we hope to have more discussions about this um in the future to see what other people do to build themselves up as musicians and to um to better themselves um, because I think ultimately, the, the last thing I want to say actually is all of that dedication and, um, and time spent on the instruments. One, it teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you a lot about um, the language of music. But it also makes you improve as a person because you can spend that time and dedication to a craft. And you understand, okay, what does it actually take to be excellent at something? Well, it takes quite a bit of effort as it turns out. So... Um, that's a lesson that is, is good for just life in general. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, really appreciate uh, you guys listening. And again, let me know what you guys think or what you guys would um, and ladies would prefer or add on to that in order to build up your musicianship in comments. Thanks and uh, have a good one.